For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Our chat system connects the Newcastle community with its public forums for supporters globally, as well as private chats with your mates. Download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play. Was on the 9th of June, 1862 on a summer's afternoon. I took the bus from Barbaras, she was heavy laden, and away we went along Collingwood Street that's on the road to Bladen. Oh, me lads, you should have seen him standing, passing the boats along the road just to see him standing. And all the lads and lasses there, and all the smiling faces, gathered around the Scotsman Road to see the Bladen Hello and welcome to CHN Radio, episode 118. I'm your host, Greg Troxell. You can follow me at NUFC underscore Greg and follow this fantastic podcast, if I do say so myself, at CHN underscore radio. For this episode, it's just like what we did last week. We're just going to have general discussions about Newcastle United. We're going to bring you some news. We're going to just talk about random stuff. And it's going to be a blast. So Newcastle hasn't played since we last did this podcast, so there isn't a ton of things, but there's definitely some talking points. And to bring you the man who can get this all, get me through this, really, it's the best damn co-host in the land, Elijah Newsom. Yes, I'm here. I'm sick. I'm ready to do this. Great. Yeah, a little stuffy Elijah, huh? Yeah, I might die during this podcast. We have a virus. I'm not really sure what I have. Um, it's probably the common cold. Yeah. It could be coronavirus. It's probably not coronavirus, actually. Yeah. I just have a stuffy nose. Yes. Uh, the symptoms would be shortness of breath, fevers, anything like that going on? Nope. All right. Well, uh, we're good. Yeah. Just just sick of hearing about takeover talk. Am I right? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll get into that because we have to. But um, I guess we'll, Elijah, where do people need to follow you to make sure that you don't die? Um, at Elijah underscore Newsome. I've had a lot of, fired up a lot of tweets today, um, so check those out. Yeah, you got a lot of time sick. on your hands. <laughs> yeah, got a lot of time on my hands. And also, it's much easier to tweet um, and not feel guilty about it when you're not in an office. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, where do they follow you, Greg? I've already done that. Nope. I refuse to believe you do that when you say that you do that. No, I, I definitely 100% did. It's... All right. Here's a behind the scenes of, of CHN Radio for you. I actually zone out until Greg says co-host. And then that's when I start paying attention. All right. And I know you don't listen to anything because you just proved it when we had to cut something out. It's true. Um, that is exactly <laughs> what just happened. My dog actually just walked in the room and stepped on the remote and turned on your nightly news of Las Vegas. So that's Which is like someone trying to take money from the casino. Actually, if you really want to know what it was, it's about a guy who gives dating advice to men. It's like he's trying oh. to be Hitch. But that's interesting. He just doesn't look like a smooth criminal at all. Like He looks like a normal dude. I just assumed everything was like 
the the 1970s early 80s show Vegas in Vegas where there's that guy who's the private detective. Mm. Yeah. There's definitely Only some three. like older stuff in Vegas that are still that could be more believable. But really what that the was... news consists of is people driving on the wrong way of the road. Like I also feel like that that reference which was by the way very obscure was not appreciated. So I hope that the people listening appreciate how obscure of a reference I just made. Because I literally referenced a show that aired for three seasons before I was even in thought in my parents. My, before my parents met. Uh, bra- I mean, if you need, do you need to continue bragging for yourself? I'm just saying, it was, it was a pretty <laughs> damn good uh, like reference I just made. So. Well, congrats. Shout out to Conan O'Brien because that's yeah. kind of where I got that reference from. So, <laughs> all right, well, let's get into Newcastle stuff. And the first thing I want to mention is Elijah. This podcast now has a drinking game. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, I saw this tweet. <laughs> what was I? Now I've forgotten it. It's something I say all the time, and I'm pretty sure it was Smith Ultra who came with this drinking. It game. was. It was. Uh, jeez, what do I say a lot? Oh, man. He um, said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up. I thought you would have remembered it, so I kind of surprised us on you. Oh, God, yeah, I mean, you did surprise us on me. Greg, don't you know I've been sick? I don't remember anything. <laughs> okay, I've, I have it. So okay. if you want to get wasted listening to CHN Radio, take a drink when Elijah Newsom says, mm. Mm. Oh. Mm. There Shoot, it is. I just said it. <laughs> drink. And then, uh... You said, better yet, anytime I ruffle my shirt. And then That's true. Don responded, or, oh. Yeah, I, all three of those things happen <laughs> a lot. But I'll guarantee you the ruffling of the shirt won't happen anymore. Oh, is that a guarantee? I just retweeted it so people... Well, yeah, no, it's a guarantee it. because I'm not even wearing a shirt right now. Oh, so. I, I thought you meant for the lifetime of this. Oh, I think maybe I'll just re- I'll just record shirtless. That'll okay. work. Perfect. Yeah, I'm sure that everyone will enjoy that, <laughs> especially at the live pod. Yeah, for sure. When is that happening? The Toon Army Baltimore, uh, Toon Army America meetup. Uh, just I'm to remind sure. people, because this is about the time where you should probably start buying your plane tickets. Uh, so, it uh, probably was a little bit earlier than right now, but um, I just actually got a DM today, so I was going to reach out. So I'll let you wait. Know. Wait, is it the first weekend in February? In Wait, in March? Oh, in April. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, you can buy your plane ticket now. This is like a very good time. The prices are still nice. <laughs> okay. I'm definitely about to buy a plane ticket. Well, maybe not. I'll do one with the cancellation policy. There you go. Because you Southwest. never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southwest. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, was- <laughs> while you're on it, you can book a trip to Dubai, but you'll probably yeah. end up being late. But let's talk about that trip. Uh, we had some, yeah. I want go ahead. This is this is for you. Um. So the athletic recently came out with a pretty fire article about um about like players vacationing in Dubai, which is actually like this is one of the reasons I love the athletic because I'm sure that this is something that journalists have known about for years, but they've just never been able to talk about it because their day jobs are like to not talk about that. Um, and it talks about all these different things like private zoos, VIP trainings, uh, crazy stakes, all that kind of stuff. Um, and there were some Newcastle players featured, um, notably, to no one's surprise, if you saw his Twitter 
the, the past few days in Instagram. Um, Alan St. Maxman, who was there, he was doing the the. This is one of those rich people activities that you always see on Twitter or like or in TV or anything where you just know that you'll never have enough money to do it, and it's those like. <laughs> water propelled jet packs that you always see people using and it's like there's just no way i'll ever have enough money to do that and alan st maxman used it um he was joined in dubai by some other players greg do you know the players or do you want to guess them uh i i i know them okay well to no one's surprise i'll <laughs> miguel Almiron was there which evident by his multiple pictures of him and his wife girlfriend I think, I think it's his wife. I think wife now, yeah. At one of those man-made beaches in Dubai. And, and DeAndre a dinner Yedlin. and, you know. Yeah, everything. DeAndre yeah. Yedlin, Florian Lejeune, St. Maxman. DeAndre Yedlin, uh, he had a great Instagram post about his girlfriend. Uh, okay. And, well, it was also her birthday, so happy birthday to her. Shout but, out to her. Um, he posted a picture of her on Instagram, and he said, how did I end up with a girl saucier than me? And I was like, yo, that's so true. Because yeah. she 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 has sauce, you know. Like, DeAndre found, I think, maybe the perfect person for him. Yeah, um, she it's is his second. Swaggy. If you go to his Instagram, it's a second photo on there. And he said, met a girl saucier than me. Um, And I was like, damn, for sure she is. <laughs> so good for you, DeAndre. Wait, um, Greg, I asked a question. I kind of want to go off that. Yeah. Um, all, so I named the four players that uh, that went to uh, this. Yes. This Dubai thing, um, and who would be like your squad? You'd go to Dubai with, like Newcastle players right now. Who would be your squad? That's that's my big question. Oh. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, I would definitely bring Yedlin. Gotta bring me obviously. Um, I think there's a there. I think like the negotiable one is Lejeune. I feel like the other three you kind of you expect them. Okay. Maybe not Almiron. I don't know. I I probably wouldn't bring Almiron. I okay. love, but I I just you know when I'm going to Dubai, it's gonna I'm gonna need some turn up too. Oh, turn up. Um. So I'm definitely bringing. I'm probably bringing Yedlin Jetro. St. Maximin. Oh, Jetro's not a Newcastle player right now, so you can't bring him. Oh, okay. So then Tom Allen. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, God. I'm um, bringing Sean Longstaff, Matty Longstaff, and Tom Allen. <laughs> and Elias Sorensen. I can't um, even imagine Matty Longstaff in Dubai. Like, he would he would, he oh would take a dub on himself. He would literally melt. He would, yeah, he would, he would turn red. <laughs> he'd come back, and he'd be like tomato Longstaff. Yeah. I think, uh, okay, so DeAndre, St. Max, um, I don't know, uh, Lascelles, probably, just squad Lascelles up, and, it, and then we'll just uh, end it with Andy Carroll. I think I would do St. Maxman, Yedlin, um, and then, let's see, who do I want else? I think Matt Ritchie is just a party animal. That that I don't I I want to believe that, but also everything that they say about him on the yeah uh, I don't think he drinks or anything yeah like he seems like he's like really normal off the pitch, which is very weird yeah 
Oh, John Joe Shelby will definitely fight someone. So replace Matty Rich, Matt, Matt Rich with John Joe Shelby. And then um, probably, I don't know. Maybe Miggy. I feel like Miggy drinks a lot. Because all the other Latino Atlanta United players, they drink a lot. But okay. maybe I'm wrong. Roberto Rojas would correct me. So Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, I think Dubai would be sick to vacation too. I aspire to get to that much money where I can just go to Dubai. It's crazy. Like, if you haven't read that article, like, and you're listening to this podcast and you have a subscription to The Athletic, read the article because it's really interesting. Because, like, pretty much the entire Premier League was down there. Like, everyone yeah. was there. And they're all chilling and hanging out with each other. And, like, it gets to the point where, like, they're even saying, like, Sean Dyche told his players which hotel he was staying at so they wouldn't stay at the same hotel. Like, it's just cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next thing, getting into some of the Utes. If you haven't watched My Cousin, Cousin Vinny, you might not get that reference. But in the Ute news... We had Kellen Watts scored his oh. first senior goal off a corner for Mansfield Town, and he uh, put it in even though they, they lost 2-1. to one. But it's still his first goal. Uh, he's absolutely still killing it in League 2, just like we expected. That's why we said this move is kind of weird, because like, he already showed that he's good enough for League 2, uh, so we just sent him back there. <laughs> and then um, Regan Thompson scored for Scotland. The U-17s, he did a call-up. They played Hungary in a friendly on Friday, and he scored in the second half to tie it. They were down 1-0, and he tied it up. So that's good. Um, He also played another match against Sweden, and he was called in off the bench from that one. Word. Yeah. This is got the U-17s getting some action. Regan Thompson. 16-year-old Regan Thompson. Cool. This is the the guy from, not the guy from Chelsea. Huh? Who's that guy we signed that was like a former Chelsea uh, product? Uh, This past summer. Everyone was making a big deal about him. Central midfielder. I think he's also American. Uh, I have no idea. All right. Well, I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about, and I don't and, remember, and he's not playing. And you know what's crazy? Everyone was gassing him up, and I was like, I don't know we should gas this guy up. Like, he didn't get re-signed by Chelsea, and look, I, we don't even know his name. Yeah. So, shout out to us, because yeah. we we are good at what we say. Exactly. I guess. Uh, okay, now we're going to take a break, and then we're going to talk about, we're going to, I guess, talk about other stuff. <laughs> so, we're going to do that right after this. For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Don't settle for an old Gmail address. Show your true colours with your personalised at ToonArmy.com email address to use in-app or on the web. Download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play. Okay. Oh, Greg, I found out who it was. Oh, who was it? Kyle Scott. Yes, Kyle Scott. And Jake Turner, two guys who I've literally, we have not talked about once since they've, uh, since, since they've, uh, of been, they've joined the club. Yeah. Um, let's talk about another guy. Okay. Saeed Benrama. Oh. From Brentford. He's a right winger. Okay. He's been killing it. 
some people are even claiming he's the best player in the championship this year. Wow, over it Freddie was, Woodman. That's bold. <laughs> it was reported that Saeed's been getting scouted by Newcastle, and there, there's a picture of Newcastle scouts at their last match, uh, and same with Leicester. And he's also – oh, and I guess Arsenal's in on him too. But uh, he was asked about the links, and he said that I have pre- Premier League ambition. He obviously said that he goes, I, you know, I'm happy where I am, and right now, you know, we're on track to be in the Premier League. We're looking good for that. Brentford is in fourth place, but obviously that's a, that's a goal of his. Algerian international, and he's like he's good. He's 24 he's, too. He's, he's pretty young. Um, he's football young. He said, "If I go into the Premier League, God willing, with Brentford, or I don't know, but my ambition is the Premier League." So okay. basically, he said, "If we get promoted, I'll stay. If not, I'm out." <laughs> yeah. So. Boo, Brentford. <laughs> so, what? What's your thoughts on on this player or the links? Like us scouting him. It's weird. Like it's one thing when people say like Newcastle are scouting this player, but it's another when like a bunch of articles get written about it and scouts are pictured at the game. And I don't know why it blew up like this, but just want, curious to know your thoughts. Well, it blew up like this because there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> yeah, could be. Yeah, I mean, it's it's winter break, so. You need a story. There's even, like, the Chronicle put out a piece of, like, the 10 players Newcastle could go after this summer. And it was just basically all the players that already said no to us in in winter. So it was like, this is stupid. But um, I don't know. I think it could happen in terms of I think the interest is genuine. It's all about convincing the player Newcastle is the place for him. You think about Leicester. You think about um, Arsenal. um, And, you know, He's not going to get a ton of playtime there. He's potentially going to be an everyday, uh, at least name to the team sheet type player for Newcastle. Easily would take over for Christian Atsu's role. Um, you know, so I think it's possible. Of course, it all hinges on two things. One, obviously, whether Brentford make the Premier League or not. And two, whether or not Nabil Bentaleb is at the club. Because Newcastle have never had more than one Algerian on their squad at the same time. So, I don't know. I don't know, Greg. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if this is going to happen. We, yeah, it's going to be a going to be a close call. <laughs> yeah, we we can't we can't have too many Algerians on our squad. So I'll give you a little BS meter. Oh, um, this won't we won't count it as a full one, but no. this is at least a little one. It'd be reversed. It's like a it's like a baby BS meter, a little yeah. diaper action. Yeah. So the Chronicle wrote an article about uh, like odds of Newcastle signing these players in the summer, and they've been given like the actual odds, like. Uh, sports betting odds on what they're what they are and i wanted to just like kind of a true or false or bullshit or no bullshit um first one is four to four to five odds which is pretty much like it's going to happen that we're going to sign danny rose this summer okay Do you that's agree? wild isn't psg also in for him as well is yeah but I, I don't i don't believe that with psg's like with the money that they can spend why would they spend it on danny rose it's true but the, that's you could say the same for all of PSG's like purchases. <laughs> they buy a lot of questionable players. Yeah. Um. So is that true or no? Or what? What are your what's your BS on it? Ah, uh, I don't know. It's. I think you'd have to move on from one of your other left backs, and I mean. Like, I could see us moving on from Matt Ritchie. I could see us moving on from Paul Dummett. But one of those would have to happen. Because yeah. I think 
just based on how Jetro has felt about the whole situation, I think his his buyout has been activated already. Yeah. So, um, and it's just he's set to join us again in the summer. So I, I don't know about this one. Okay. So I'm, I'm a go. I'm a go. No, little uh, baby dump truck of the next. Guys. The next one is a six to one odds. Oh. That we signed Bubakari Sumari. Oh, that that's that's not happening. So you're saying it's way. It's, yeah, it's, no I way. don't know how odds work, but I, I guess oh, I do. So basically, I'm going yeah. to say it's 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 a six hundred to one. A six hundred to one. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Because so like one dollar would get you six, and this if you bet a dollar that will sign them, and it happens, you get six bucks. So you're I mean, saying yeah. you bet a dollar that happens, you should be getting six hundred bucks. That's how unlikely it is. Yeah, because I yeah. mean. Uh, even more reports came out after I had already argued with our site manager about why this would never happen, and especially in the winter. Um, but, like, there was a bunch of teams that inquired about him, and he basically said no to all of them because he could he had an opportunity to choose where he wanted to go in the summer. Like, there's us were interested in him, along with, like, three other Premier League clubs all higher on the table than us, as well as potentially Real Madrid and, like, some of the big clubs in, in, in Europe. So... If all those clubs are interested in him and he continues his excellent run of form and continues being one of the best players in the league, ugh, which I can actually say now without even having to try because I'm sick, so I just have to say league, ugh, um, then like I, I don't see why he would choose Newcastle uh, over any of those other clubs. Okay. No, no offense to Newcastle, but I just, I mean, Real Madrid can offer more and better for your brand, all that kind of stuff. Newcastle, probably not going to pay you. As much as Real Madrid. All right, next one, Cody Gakpo, six to one odds. He's an attacking player for PSV. The year did he say? Uh, I mean, sure. Okay. Uh, who's our chief scout? Is it? It's Graham something, right? Yeah. Graham no. Carr. Uh, Steve or, Nixon. No. Steve Nixon. Okay, this is the guy. I'm pretty sure this is the guy that was left the club after discovering players and Mike Ashley not pulling the trigger on it, on them and I think this is one of those guys where it's like he could be good he could be a young prospect he's an attacking player why not I could see Newcastle going in for him if the price is right so I wouldn't say there's a lot of BS behind this alright 7-1 to one odds Alfredo Morales Rangers which we've talked about we've talked about it a lot uh, Colombian 29 goals 39 games yeah, and, and interestingly enough, he's we've talked about him. Uh, also, I don't know. This seems like a this would be a good get everyone back on the same page. Make Mike Ashley look good signing. Um, you're getting a guy who people rate very highly, um, and they've heard of, unlike Joel Linton. So I could see people justifying spending a ton of money on this guy, even if he doesn't really fit our system, which yeah. he doesn't. So. Um, but that's the type of player Newcastle will buy, so we'll see. Okay, two more. Uh, Frank Kessie, seven to one okay. odds. He's not a happening. midfielder at AC Milan. Not happening. <laughs> okay, just not happening. Frank Kessie, if he makes the next step, is going to go to a, a top five club in a, in a top five league. I mean, he's good. So uh, there's and that. The and he's last, young still. last one is Saeed Benrama, which is seven to one odds. This is a weird one. If it, if it, I don't know. I, I, I said it. Yeah, Newcastle have have an advantage trying to recruit him. I guess over some of the other teams involved. 
Um, but it's going to come down to the player and um, whether or not Brentford are in the Premier League. So, my uh, like, if I was a betting man, I would say Brentford will not be in the Premier League. So, I'll say there's a good chance of this signing happening. Okay. Love it. That was a that was a nice little BS meter there, Elijah. It was. Cool. It was. It was good times. Um, okay. Let's talk about our last topic here, and, and it's this takeover. Uh, like, there's some odd updates going around, and we're we can only say what we what uh, what's been reported because that's all anyone knows. So let's talk about uh, first Kim Kardashian's uh, connects getting involved in this. Okay. And do you have anything to say on this? <laughs> I mean, I think people are, like most media, is blown out of proportion. Definitely. I mean, like, yes. Anytime you have a friend of the Kardashian, it's going to go crazy. But, like, this, like, rich people are friends with other rich people. And so I'm not surprised that, like, some, like, especially with the whole seven degrees of separation from, 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 like, for, sorry, the whole seven degrees of separation theory, which is pretty much true, uh, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they were working with someone who's worked with the Kardashians. Like, that is just... Rich people operate like that. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It, people made a big deal about it. And, of course, slow news week. So, like, of course, people were using the Kardashian name in the title, even though this person is not at all related to the Kardashians. So, yeah, no, yeah. literally, it's just a friend of. And yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a TV... She was a TV producer. Yeah. Um, her name's Carla DeBello. She's 35. And she's she's a high profile figure in Saudi Arabia's investment scene. Um, and she's connected to the PIF, the public investment fund. So, um, and it's said that she's playing a big involvement in helping them. Uh, it's for, so what I'm seeing here is $445 million deal to buy Newcastle, but it's, that turns out to like 300 some pounds. Um, so, and they're just putting Kim Kardashian's name in it solely for clicks, I promise you. She has yeah. no, like, she's not involved in this at all. It's just she knows this person who is involved. Like, that's literally the connection that they're making, which is yeah. insane. But <laughs> it's it just sucks because you have, it just makes things worse because the skeptical Newcastle fans are just running the town with this and then the the ones who are overly optimistic are already making memes with Kim Kardashian in stands, so it just it's a lose lose for everyone involved. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there any other updates that you've heard? Um, yeah, I, I've heard the the Saudis released a, some sort of statement. Um, that was earlier this week that basically kind of said that they were looking to invest in the West. There was a whole people. Um, Barry Hearn is now. Uh, he was over late in Orient. He was apparently the guy who made the connection between Stavely and the Saudi Arab Fund. Um, and I know the Premier League re- released a non-statement that everyone looked way too into. Um, it was like a, they basically didn't say no comment. And people were like, oh, they didn't say no comment. Um, this is what they said. The Premier League CEO asked if talks... At, if in talks with Saudi, potential Saudi owners, he said, it's a hypothetical situation. I can't say anything which adds to the speculation. This might happening. This might be happening or indeed might not be happening. And he said, the acquisition of football clubs, the passing of the owners and directors tests are just 
about the most confidential process in the regulatory side of Premier League operations, which is different from no comment, which is what the Premier League said last year. Also, I'm pretty sure this guy wasn't the CEO of the Premier League when the Ben Zayed talks were happening. He was like, there was a new Premier League CEO installed like fairly recently or not installed. I can't remember if that actually happened. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, anyway. Yeah, like, um, I don't know, like, where, I mean, we, we're just not going to know where things are at right now. Until so, we hear the end, where we hear either Ben Zayed, like we heard with them, they couldn't put, play the down payment, or we hear the club has been sold. So yeah, just, exactly. everyone shut up about it. <laughs> uh, Except but, for but me. But also, like, uh, just like a statement for me, it's like, don't get mad at reporters for reporting. Like it's true. It's uh, people job. are kind of attacking the Chronicle and stuff. Like if your job was to report the news and you have sources that you trust and they're saying these things, you're going to write an article about it. So yes. like give people a break. Like, like you can suss out what you think is right and wrong. But at the end of the day, informants are giving these journalists information and they just have to report it. Like they just have to, like they, oh, it's their mm-hmm. job. Like, so um, yeah, and you, that's my you thing. Yeah, didn't do your job, you would get fired. So like, you can't give them crap about it. Like, uh, that's just my statement here. Like, you just have to use your best judgment here. Like, some a lot of it's going to be farce, and a lot of it's going to be made up, uh, or like made up ish. But the original source is what they've been told, and they have to build a story around it. So it sucks that they're put in this situation, but. If the club was more communicative, they could actually have better. We could have better reporting around that, but the club's not, so they have to do. They have to find a way to do their jobs. That's and my to be fair, the the club might be, but Mike Ashley isn't. Yeah, yeah, that. They're, that exactly. still separate. Um, <laughs> oh, Greg, we have other big news that we haven't talked about. Okay, um, well, and, since before oh. we go there, let's take a break, and then you come in with your big news. Okay, this is going to be really anticlimactic, but <laughs> let's take a break. All right, take a break. For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Never miss a match with live commentary, goal alerts, lineups, in-game stats, and TV and radio links for over 100 leagues globally. Download the free Toon Army app now from the App Store and Google Play. Okay, how many times should we take a break? Oh, yeah, you said, what's well, my news? Whoa, I said, how whatever. many times are we going to take a break? And the news was the helicopter penis guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How did we not talk about this? Yeah, I, I think we did talk about it when we did the review, but we didn't talk about all that's transpired since yeah. well, that's the whole I mean. fake news that happened about him being arrested and banned. And then, like, him. Wait, was he... it fake that he's not banned for life? I think the the original story that came out that said he was banned for life was fake because then they came out saying that he was under investigation. Like, I don't think that he was banned for life. I do think that they found him, but I haven't heard any updates. But I really hope he's not banned for life. Uh, yeah, that's what I heard is that he's banned for life. A lot of people were giving that crap because there's a Watford fan that got banned for three years for racism. And like, yeah. I mean, I'm not condoning what he did i mean it i mean it's harmless but there was kids there i mean there were kids there also <laughs> but racism should be way more of a crime than this it's true also i feel bad for saying this but like you couldn't see anything 
No, yeah, like he could. <laughs> like it's, I don't want to be that guy, but like, I no, mean, it wasn't I mean, like he was slinging around some like. Hey, you're just something. reporting the news. You know? Yeah, I'm just reporting <laughs> news. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't noticeable. Yeah, and so I think that that like. That alone should warrant, you know. I understand, you know, a temporary ban, but banned for life is is a bit extreme. Um, I do think that the people who are very like pro banned for life are the same people that are pro banned for life racism. So, like, at least it's not contradicting. But yeah. I just think it's so funny that this is like a thing. Like, like respected news outlets were tweeting, were 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 like reporting on this guy. Like after all this happened, like it was yeah. a very big deal. Um, and it was fun while it was on Newcastle Twitter for a little bit, and then it kind of took off. So, who, shout I out think to it was him. Robbie Elliott who tweeted, like, Americans, and he said, like, Americans, like, what's it like to go to a Newcastle game? He goes, me, and then post that video, and yeah. I was like, yes, that is so good. <laughs> um, so, shout, oh, yeah. to, shout out to him. And Alan St. Maxman was working out in Burberry earlier this week. Oh, uh, that's, yeah, this- that needs to be said, too. This guy just is just so swaggy, insane. man. He just is on a different level. You know, I'm um, not. I'm surprised we haven't seen more from Lazaro so far, like uh, social media wise. That's who we forgot. That's who I would definitely bring to freaking Dubai. Lazaro, hundred percent. Yeah, we need to see more Lazaro in social media. That's that's what we're calling for. Yeah. Oh, did you know ASM has a daughter? Yes. I didn't even know that. Well, he posted her today. That's how I did. Well, he's been post. Yeah, he posts a lot about her. Oh, ASM also got in trouble with K-pop Twitter, which don't ever do that. This has now turned into just a social media update. Yeah, which there's like we are 15 minutes under technically. Uh, but anyway, uh, he basically said someone tweeted at him and said, "We need your help. Football Twitter's in danger. K-pop accounts want a mass report. Uh, FT accounts. I don't know what that means." Footy accounts, maybe? Football Twitter accounts? Yeah, yeah, that's what that means. Please tweet free football Twitter to spread awareness. And he responded with a K-pop, like, meme. And and then, I guess, like, he pissed off a lot of people. So I'm not really sure uh, if he made K-pop people mad or, or football Twitter mad. But those are two Twitters that are absurdly obnoxious. So it's just unfortunate for him to deal with that today. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, that was all I have from the social medias. Oh, yeah, BBC said, I found the article. Fake news. That Newcastle fan at the Oxford game, he's not been banned. Investigations are ongoing. How a spoof article fooled the internet. So the BBC oh. wrote about it, which is insane. Wow. That's like a, kid, a story you tell your grandkids. Like, the BBC wrote about my penis. <laughs> that's That's insane. Love it, love it for just like what a it couldn't have happened to just to a better club. Yeah. Um, also, this is my last thing on Newcastle stuff. This is not Newcastle related. It's British media related. Why do British? This is something that is annoying to me as someone who writes, and that was me doing air quotes. If you couldn't hear it in my voice, um, but like British media are obsessed with using the term that. They just put like that goal scored at Old Trafford, that that fan who wiggled his penis, that that player who it's so annoying. That is fine, but Americans do the same thing with this. I don't know what you're talking. Americans about. will just go this and then post the video. 
Oh uh, well, yeah, no, it's but that's thing. that's but that's no. Twitter. No, same that's thing. Twitter. No, it's not because if you lead your every single art, I'm coming to you for news. I'm coming to Twitter for tweets and funniness. That's hilarious. If I'm coming to you for news, I want you to say what's going on, especially if it's like something I'm not familiar with. Like you can't say that goal at, at Old Trafford when there's been a lot of goals at Old Trafford. That's just my opinion. <laughs> and it's okay. like that they'll write an article that's like. Looking at that goal at Old Trafford, it's like I gotta read the damn article to figure out what game this is. I gotta get get like yeah, six so paragraphs in. Clicks. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna my next article. I'm gonna do that just for you. I'm gonna name this podcast article that podcast. Yeah, set the world ablaze or something stupid like that. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. We have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's evident from the last ten minutes of this podcast. <laughs> All right, well, that concludes episode 118 of CHN Radio. I'm your host, Greg Troxell. That's the best damn host in the land. Elijah Newsom, best song coming from Newcastle, and away the last. Love you guys. To be a Geordie and to live in Geordie land. Some people think we're forty and we're hard to understand. And they say it's just self-pity and we're not so very tough. Cause the people in the big fat city haven't had it tough as rough. I'm coming home, Newcastle. You can keep your London wing. I've walked the streets all day. I'll meet for a bottle of the river tine. I'm coming home. Newcastle, I wish I'd never been a weird. I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother seeing Henny how weird I'm coming home. And I miss the old blind busker who stands at Fenwick's door. He plays a mean accordion, you've all seen him there before. I love the Geordie heroes There's so many famous names Like Lindisfarne in Gaza Brendan Foster in the Gates at Games I'm coming home, Newcastle I might as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day I'll need for a bottle of your own brown nail I'm coming home, Newcastle If you never win the cup again I'll brave the dark in St James's Park In the Gallagher Tend in the rain I'm coming home Newcastle, you can keep your London wine. I've walked the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of the river tide. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I wish I'd never been away. I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother seeing Henny Howie. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I might as well have been in jail. I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown nail. I'm coming home, Newcastle. If you never win the cup again, I'll pray the dog is in James's pocket, the Gallagher's end in the rear. I'm